Good morning, good morning, great morning this morning. This is Speak Life Radio, a go tell me radio ministry with your sister in Christ, Carlene Renee, a daughter and servant of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome everybody. Today is November 2nd, 2021. Uh, this is a early uh, Speak Life for me. I was up. I got this word about two hours ago, and so I wanted to go ahead and 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 bring forth this word. Um, so I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide to the beloved of God. I am lifting up the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those in despair, those may be feeling weak, weary, and worn those that may be even withered. Um, I am lifting up those that may be mourning and grieving in this time. In the name of Jesus, I pray the Lord meet us everyone in our point of need. I am lifting up children worldwide in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying, I'm hearing travel mercy. So I'm praying travel mercy for all those that are on the roadside and may be traveling throughout this day and this season in the name of Jesus. So I am lifting up those that are waving the flag in on the battlefield and may be going through all kinds of things and maybe in the valley of making decisions in these days, uh, stand fast on the word of God, no matter what it look like, no matter who comes and goes, stay on the, stay standing on the word, covered under the blood of Jesus. Okay, so um, Father, I come to you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity. Lord, I thank you that you have given me strength to even stand before you and bring forth your word and your declaration and your promises and your revelation of Jesus Christ. So Lord, I thank you. I pray that you speak to me, through me, and for me, that it is not I, but you, the Lord thy God, that declares through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost Spirit. In the name of Jesus, just consume, grip my heart, and squeeze everything out of me that you've put in there to be spoken, to be said. And I pray that there's an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. This time, this hour, this day, Lord God, I'm praying that someone will hear and receive the word and believe and go study to show themselves approved unto God in the name of Jesus. So Y'all gotta, excuse me, I let one cat out. So I gotta let the other one out. Hold on just a second. Okay, I thought she was gonna be cool, you know, cause uh, sir, sir likes to hear the word. Okay, sir is a worshiper, sunshine, you know. But anyway, so what I came to talk about is the great divide. Now, I was wondering was this uh that title already on speak life so this might have to be the great divide part two whatever the case may be but i woke up with this um a few hours ago 
um, two of my two two sisters in the faith. I've had this conversation with them through for within a week's time, and so it was on my mind. I woke up with it. Um, they're both on different sides of the spectrum, and so I was. Uh, the Lord was ministering to me and I was just pondering and meditating on it. And so one of the sisters, she, she, she's feeling pressured. She's feeling pressured because now these laws are coming forth um, and putting pressure, these different laws and the one thing I'm going to say, the one thing that just came to me is, and me and the sister, another sister, well, two other sisters, probably more than that, but me and another sister, we are also on different sides of the spectrum. Because one, uh, she told me, this other sister told me, you know, we have to honor God and man law, which is true. We must. But whenever man's law goes against God's law, God supersedes it all. Always. There is no comparison. There is no equal to God's word. There's no equal. There's no equal to that. If there was an equal, Daniel wouldn't have ended up in the lion's den. If there's an equal, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego would never be written in the scripture. They went against what the, the rulers was pressuring them to do because we're not supposed to bow to Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not going to change my view on that because that's what is written in the word. We don't bow to Nebuchadnezzar. We go into the lion's den, believing. We go into the fury fire, believing. So people can get upset. You're not getting upset with me. You're getting upset with what is written, and I'm declaring that, what is written, what is written, okay? So the one thing God told me this morning, he showed me, he said, now, I, I don't divide, I don't divide according to fleshly things. I don't divide according to what you can see. That God don't divide. We go through divides. We go through religious division. We go through uh, financial divisions. We go through racial divisions. We go through sexual divisions. We go through all of these divisions. We go through nationality and, and country and, and, and divisions. These are not of God because God don't divide like that. Okay. God divides by spirit. God divides by spirit. Whether you're of him or you're not. Whether you're of the spirit or you're of the flesh. All those other divides, even in religion, even in the church. All those other divides are man. And the enemy working through man. Because the enemy loves to divide. Because he is divided. He's fallen. He's separated from God. So separation and division go the same. He swiped the third. So he's already divided 
from God. And that's what happened with Adam and Eve. They got separated when they fell. When they came, when they got kicked out of the garden, that began the separation. God don't, God doesn't go, this, this vaccination divide is not of God. It's not. Because God don't divide by things like that. Whenever you see confusion, is an enemy present. Whenever you see confusion, God is not there. Now, I really haven't done a video, I don't think. I know not a physical, maybe on Speak Life Radio, but I have not spoken on this thing. Maybe to individuals and things like that. But we are so ridiculous now. And the reason we're ridiculous due to faith. It's a faith thing. And it's a heart thing. See, because whatever God has written, that's what we stand on. Even if you don't understand it by spirit, the letter is there. Until you get the revelation of Jesus Christ, the word of God, the letter is there. The letter is there. The letter is there. Um, I heard this before I came on. I should have looked it up, but I didn't. Um, I was trying to get prepared for this thing. And so, um, let me see. Because he says, he says it in different places. And I'm going to give you exactly what the Lord gave to me or what he wants me to deliver um, this morning. So Luke 10, Luke 10 and 26. Luke 10 and 26. Let me see if this is the right verse that I want to get. Um, yes. Okay, now let's get... Let's get some wisdom, and in all thy getting, get understanding, okay? So the word says here in Luke 10, verse 25, and behold, a certain lawyer, okay? Certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, tempted Jesus, tempted the word, tempted the law of God, okay? The, the Lord saying, Master, so teacher, master, above all, master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Um, there's another one too, but we can, we can use this one. We can use this one. And he, Jesus, the word of God says unto him, what is written in the law? How readest thou? So the thing is, right? The thing is, that's where it was. That is where it was. Isaiah 11. I knew it was something. So this is what this is what is is many of us don't understand. And I'm talking to those that are in the faith. God is going to judge and God is judging, okay? Because it is written. There are three that bear record 
and there's three that bear witness. There's three that bear records in heaven, and there's three that bear witness in the earth. And then you also have spiritual realms, and you have the great cloud of witnesses, and you have spiritual realms, okay? So you have the prince of the air, you have the follower, you have the accuser of the brethren, they're all under that same spirit, right, of darkness. So there's a record being taken. There's a record. Now, we can look at the outward side of man, and I'm telling you, since last year, I have been surprised. That's the best way to put it, surprised. Different levels, just surprised at how we are responding and where we are. But see, God is the only one that knows the heart. We don't even know what's in our heart. We don't. The enemy knows what's more in our heart than we do. Because these spiritual realms see us and see what we're doing, what we're speaking. But God knows the meditation of the heart. He knows. You could be identical twins and have a different heart towards God. You can be one as husband and wife, but still have a different heart towards God. And then your meditation. Now you can tell somebody, but there's certain things in our deep inner core that we may not ever mention to any living man. And God knows that. God knows the end from the beginning. He already knows. So how God judges is not like man. And so this is how we can be surprised at each other's stand. See? Because, see, Peter thought he was going to stand until the end. Until death. And many of us believe that. I'll live for Christ. I'll die for Christ. Until death is facing you. Until death is facing you. And then you know where your heart really is. It is where your heart really is. Until it's facing you. There's a lot of things we say we would do until it's facing us. Lord, I give everything up for you. Okay, the house car, the kids, the dog, the job. Oh, wait. Whoa. Yeah. The spouse. Yeah. The best friend. The money. Yeah, your life. Whoa, what must I do to inherit the kingdom of God? Oh, can't do that. He knows the divide because he knows the heart of man. So now this vaccination from unvaccinated. And, and my neighbor said to me, she said now, she was talking to someone and this children was divided. Because one refuses to get the vaccination. And so now he's blocked from seeing certain family members. Because he refused to get the vaccination. But yet, those same family members that they're trying to block him from, they took him to the fair. Now, you can hold it against a family member for not getting vaccinated, but you can go to Walmart. 
You can go to a concert. Yeah. Go to the zoo. Go to the grocery store. Go to work. Yeah. We're not thinking. You can still date. You could go on vacation, go on a plane, go on the train, go on an Uber or a Lyft. Think about this thing. Think about this thing. Really think about this thing. This video might get blocked. This video might get reported. It does not matter. I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak. I am going to speak. I'm going to speak. Yeah. Now, one of my questions is, since when we ask people, or since when did we get divided, whether we got vaccinated for chickenpox or smallpox or hepatitis, flu? Well, this, those was killing too. Those was killing too. So me and one of the sisters, we was talking and she was like, you know, I'm really kind of struggling. And at one time I questioned myself too. And God spoke to me immediately. So she said, all she got was the blood on the doorpost. It only always required God. There is nothing that can supersede God. If God, if we think God can't do it, we're in trouble. If God can't do something except for lie, be defeated, and fail, we're in trouble. Those in the faith. That makes all the atheists in the uh uh prognostic or whatever that makes them right don't it that makes the enemy right right if we think god is not capable when we read and and preach meshach shadrach and abednego i know that my god is able but if not but if not well, Esther said, if I perish, I perish. That's that. I'll go all the way with you, Jesus, except right there. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. I know. Well, a lot of people, you know, but for the few that watch Speak Life, this is going to stir. See, because I'm going to tell you. There's a divide. There's a great divide. But it has nothing to do with what man can do. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with what man can do. It has nothing to do with that. I'm going to bring forth the word. And I'm going to close. And then I'm going to lay my head on my pillow and rest so i am hearing this 
Revelation 13. Many of us in this season have studied the book of Revelation. Now see, the issue when people were scared to preach and teach the book of Revelation. But if we don't teach the revelation of Jesus Christ, this is why people end up confused when the seasons show up that's supposed to show up, right? So Revelation 13, I am reading from verse, um, verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up. See, I know I can't stand doing that, man, but I'm going to do it here. And I beheld another beast coming up. Not coming down. Coming up. Out of the earth. A beast coming out of the earth. Not the heaven. It's the earth. And he had two horns. Two powers. Like a lamb. Like a lamb. Like a sheep. Like the lamb that was slain, like, like, not, but like. And he spoke as a dragon. So many may look like a sheep, but they sound like a dragon. Okay. And he exercises all the power. And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes, and causes, and causes. Lord, send the ear that's supposed to hear in the name of Jesus, let your perfect will be done in the name of Jesus and causes in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. causes to give to lead in a triumphant uh, possession to finish to accomplish to do cause cause means let's get it no that's the greek let's get it in the hebrews let's see um to lewd to flat um uh, oh no i'm in the wrong and and end no further because in order that word matter thing because in account of judge judgment lawsuit to exist to to be or become cause to be or to come account of correct just or right it says uh verdict or formal decree which would be a command also yeah a command a verdict a decree a law mm -hmm. yeah untruth Sham. 
So it says he causes the earth. So because of this, whatever he did, the earth did something. It could also be to persuade. He causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he does great wonders so that he makes fire come down. Now see, if we don't ever study this stuff, we won't know that he does miracles, signs, or he does signs and wonders, should I say? Because I don't know whether it said miracle. So he does signs and wonders. It says, and he does great wonders. So many are going to be fooled when they start to see these things because they won't study and definitely won't go in the book of Revelation, which I don't understand because if you're getting convicted that much, that means you need to study the book of Revelation and get it right. Whatever's condemning, get that thing right, right? So it says, and he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wounds were healed. And he does great wonders so that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men mm -hmm. and deceives them. Verse 14, Revelation 13. And deceives them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles, oh, he does miracles, by those miracles which he had power to do. So God had to give him that power, right? For the great divide. Power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by the sword, which had the wound by the word, some word, and did live. And he had power to give life. He had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause. Here go another cause. A reason for something. A persuasion. Cause that as many as would not worship, that would not, he causes that many that would not worship, mm -hmm, would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Mm -hmm. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor. You got to know what these things mean spiritually. It's spiritual. Rich and poor, free and bond. The body is free. The body is rich. To receive the mark in their right hand or in their forehead and that no man might buy or sell. No man could go into a restaurant. No man could go into a, a store. No man could go into work. Mm -hmm. 
and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark. Now, what do that sound like? What do that sound like? What do the words say? How readest thou? What is written? How readest thou? You don't have to ask and try to tempt Jesus if you've already studied it or read it. It's not going to change. It's written in stone. It's not going to change. Whether we believe it or not, it's not going to change. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Wisdom just gave you the answer. Wisdom just gave you the answer. Here is wisdom. Period. Not a comma. Period. Wisdom just gave you your answer. The word of God. What is written? How readest thou? Okay. It says here. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Because I didn't know I was coming here. Uh, okay. Revelation 14. The next chapter over. I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start in verse 9. And the third. Um, now, yeah. In the third. No, I'm going to start from verse 6. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven. Having the everlasting gospel. To preach unto them that dwell on earth. And to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Same with a loud voice, fear God. We fear in everything else right now, but God. What readest thou? We're not fearing what is written. We're fearing what is happening. And what man is doing. And what Nebuchadnezzar, a Babylon, king of confusion is doing. We're fearing all of that. Okay. I'll proceed. Same with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him. Now, a sister brought to my attention a couple of months ago. She said, you know what? And this, my, my sister I talked to over the weekend, she said, they're wor worshiping a needle. They're worshiping. That's become their God. People are willing to fight for that. People are willing to separate their families. That's a worship. Anything that stays on your mind all the time that you're thinking about, that's a worship. Worship is not just raising your hands and singing. It's what's in your heart. What are you meditating on? What are you thinking on? What are you speaking all the time? What are you talking about? What are you watching all the time? That's a worship. It says, saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment is come and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon, confusion, Babylon, the enemy 
is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she, because she made all the nations drink of the wine of wrath, of her fornication, immoral. And the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive and receive his mark in their forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, God's indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels in the presence of the Lamb. So this, um, this is where I came. I thought I was going to go into Luke 16, but this is, this is my word. This is my word. And see Luke 16, and we understood in verse 19, there was a rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen and feared sumptuously, um, every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom, the father of faith, the father of promise, the father of faith and obedience, okay? Um, by the angels, okay, um, Ab in Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lifts up his eyes, being tormented, and sees Abraham afar off, faith, promise, and obedience afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom, the beggar. So here's the thing, rich man, okay? He's, he's a certain man. He's clothed in purple royalty right that's what we like to say right fine linen is the righteousness my, my cat telling me he needs some water sorry um fine linen which is the righteousness of the saints which is written in revelation 19 and fine linen is the righteousness of the saints so he had he was dressed in the righteousness of the saints okay um feared sumptuously every day he was blessed he knew Jesus. That's why he's rich. Because we, we, the more you study, you know his word. You're rich. You're rich. Walking in his, his spirit, you're wealthy. You are rich. So Lazarus, the beggar, when you beg, you go to somebody else to get something that they have, that you want. So you beg for it. So that's even going to the church, listening to your pastor, listening to an evangelist, a minister, a deacon, whoever is rich with the word in the spirit. Well, the word, maybe even the spirit, I don't know. But you're rich. So people come to you, speak life, to hear, to get the crumbs from your table. So the beggar goes where Abraham, the father of faith, he makes it in, but the one that know don't make it in. Just like in the Old Testament, the priests don't make it in. Why? Because 
The, the word says, except your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the Pharisees, you shall no wise enter in because you know what's right, but you don't believe it. What readest thou? How, 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 what did you see? What did you see? Because the word tells us in Isaiah, I'm trying to close Lord. The word tells us in Isaiah 11. This is the last verse I'm going to. And then the word tells us, 11, verse 1. And there come forth a rod, a word, out of the stem of Jesse, a branch, shall grow out of his roots, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear, and it shall... and and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reproved, reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness, but with righteousness shall he judge. We are going to be judged by the word of God. We're going to be judged by the word Jesus throne. Jesus is the word of God. So God is searching for his word. He's searching for his spirit. That's how God divides. He divides by the spirit, whether you receive the blood, whether you receive the double baptism, whether you receive Christ, whether you receive him, not just know him, not just preach him, not just teach him, but do you believe? He that comes to God must believe, must believe, not just know. You must believe. You must receive Christ. You must be born again. Otherwise, you shall not see the kingdom of God. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you be born of the water and the spirit, you shall not enter. We could be preaching and teaching all day and don't believe. We can be hearing it all day and don't believe. And that's why when these times come, there's a confusion because we don't believe what readest thou. What is written? What is written? Saints should not be going against saints over nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving unto God. What did he say? If you're his child, just like any parent, what did he say to you that you do? Because Jesus, I do what the father says and what he does. Not what I think, not what man said, not what Nebuchadnezzar give a law to. Mm -mm. No, no. Mm -mm. Otherwise, why would Paul be a prisoner? He went from the law to the word. He was no longer Saul. He became Paul. This is what God gave me. He gave me, and I'm closing. I have my note. It's powerful. The great divide. The firmament. The gulf. The baptism. The Red Sea. These on the cross, there's always a divide. There's a divide. There's always a divide. Mm -hmm. The sheep and the goats. The wheat and the tear. The good and the evil. We're in a point we don't know good from evil because we don't believe what readest thou, what is written. 
We don't believe it. Many. It's only a remnant in the earth. Anytime I see everybody doing something, I know it's not the straight and narrow path because few find it. The light in the darkness, the light from the darkness, great divide. The earth between the heaven and the sea. The earth is between the heaven and the sea. There are either two or three witnesses. The Lord says, it's, it's a lot here. The Lord says, it must look like God. Even when man works something in the earth, it must look like God. God must get the glory. So if right now, if this is of God, why isn't God getting all the glory? Why isn't God getting all the glory? Why aren't we saying, oh, God sent me to do this. Oh, God is good. God is, why isn't God getting the glory? Why what man created is getting the glory? How can that be of God? How do that look like God? There is a bomb in Gilead. We're separated by flesh and spirit, the word and the law, the Jews and the Gentiles, circumcision and uncircumcision. The, the cross divides us. There's two thieves on the cross. They're divided by the cross. That middle cross was Jesus. Jesus is in the middle of the divide. What thief are you? Are you the thief that repented and entered into paradise? Are you the thief that mocked? Now you got to remember they were Jews and they were men. So they knew the law. Yet they were divided. I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Think. Because see, if you don't use what God gave you, somebody else will use it for you. Have a blessed day. Peace.